Good morning. It is Tuesday, July 27th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Well, the last Tuesday of the month is always a huge day for our ministry. We have three podcasts that come out on the last Tuesday of the month. There's this one, there's a new episode of Imperfect Family, and a new episode of our newest podcast, Irresistible Grace. Irresistible Grace is a podcast for women, by women, for women, and they have done so much work to prepare for this episode. I think one of the challenges of doing a podcasting ministry after you've never done it before is just learning how to do a podcast and how to have a conversation that's recorded and make sure that it flows and it goes somewhere. And these ladies have really learned a lot in one month. So I hope you give it a listen, check it out. It's called Irresistible Grace. They're talking about gossip. So lots of talking about talking. Something that we just talked about in the book of James and taming our tongues. So go on over and take a look. All right, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is James chapter 4. Verses 13 through 17. Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town, and spend a year there, and trade, and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we will live and do this and that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is a sin. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we come to this passage today, Lord, we want to be faithful in how we look at this word. So won't you help us be faithful today? Amen. I know I've said this at least a dozen times by now, but it seems just like every part of James is famous in some way. I have heard these verses so many times over the course of my life. There's even a great, great worship song called All Glory Be to Christ, that is taken directly from this passage. In this passage, actually, if you look in your Bible, if you have an ESV like me, it breaks it into a separate section called Boasting About Tomorrow. But in my opinion, it really just flows straight from the passage before it. Being friends and lovers of the world is putting us at enmity with God, and then James just goes on to say, we're making all these plans. You want to go into a town for a year and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. You don't even know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? I think the point that James is trying to make here is not so much making plans. Listen, we all make plans. It's a good idea to make a plan and have goals and make sure that your future is secure. I mean, probably most people listening have a retirement account. That's a good thing. We're being faithful stewards of our finances and planning for the future. That's not what James is getting at here. James says this, You are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. It's not so much the idea of plans that he's getting at. It's the perspective, it's the worldview that we can fall into so easily, where we think that this is the most important thing, everything here around us. James is quick to remind us this is just a mist. Even if we live to be 180 years old, it's a mist, a vapor that will pass away quicker than we realize. My friends, as we go today, this is a sobering passage, isn't it? 
We're probably all going to our jobs, which is a good thing. And we're all probably trying to make a profit today, which is a good thing. But where are our priorities in our hearts? We are pilgrims here. We say it all the time. We're on our way to eternity. And while we're here for our short time, it's not a career or a kingdom that we're trying to build. We're here to run a race. We don't know if our race will end in 60 years or if it'll end in five minutes from now. We have no idea. But while we're here, we're called to be faithful Christians, pushing each other on to be faithful Christians, living in such obedience and submission to our God that we can proudly and loudly proclaim, if the Lord wills it, we will live and do this or that. I had a friend tell me once that he had started to shift the way that he thinks about his future. And I think this is what James is talking about. He had confided in me that he had started to ask the Lord to give him years onto his life, not because he was afraid of death, not because he wanted to build and pursue a name for himself, because he just felt such a burden to do ministry. This passage had made such an impact on him that he knew he was only a mist and only a vapor, and that he only had a certain small amount of time to do kingdom work. He was asking the Lord for more of it. Now, I can't dwell into the heart of this man. I don't know if he was actually being faithful and honest in what he said, but I can tell you from his attitude, he seems so sincere. And I think this is partly what James is talking about, being so set on kingdom-mindedness being single-minded towards making the name of our Lord famous, that we feel the urgency of our lives that float away like a mist. Let me close us in prayer. God, we don't need to be reminded often that our lives seem insignificant. I feel often that half the reason I do things is just to make myself feel significant. But God, in your words we see, we see so clearly who we are in light of your kingdom and of what you've done for us. But it's helpful to be reminded that we are just a vapor here. We have only a short time to do this and that. Lord, of course we want to be good stewards of the time you've given us. We want to make money and have dominion over the earth like you've told us in the creation mandate. But Lord, that's not all we want to do. We want your name to be famous. To take your name and your good news to people who have never heard it before so that you can have even more worshipers. That is what you deserve. Lord, we desire that the pews of every church is full of mouths proclaiming that Jesus is the Son of God and Lord of Lords. So Lord, as we go today, won't you be with us? Humble us. Keep using James's word to humble us and help us figure out how to live a practical and faithful Christian life like the one that James has been describing now for four chapters. Lord, be with us today. We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.